Welcome to Grass Talk Radio. This show is for people who play bluegrass music and anybody who might want to. The prison guard shut the iron door behind. Howdy friends and welcome back to Grass Talk Radio. This morning when I got up, I knew I needed to get a podcast recorded for this week. And due to some scheduling tangles, uh, for example, my wife was out of town all last week and I was home just with my son. And so it was very difficult to find a, a quiet time. We did a lot of stuff this past week and it seemed like, you know, every moment was filled up with noisy kid stuff and we had a great time, but just didn't get around to switching on the gear and get getting enough quiet to even put any kind of semblance of order to my mind. You know, I'm sure anybody with children understands this. And, and so this morning I thought, well, my wife is back in town now. I'll get a chance today to uh, knock out this episode. Well, turns out she has to go into the office today. And so I get the brilliant scheme, another of my brilliant schemes. No problem. I get up at six o'clock. I'm just going to get up at six o'clock. You know, nobody's going to get up until eight. I will do my podcast at six o'clock in the morning. And I've moved my recording setup. Excuse me, it's early, and I haven't even had any coffee. And I probably won't today. So I moved my recording setup a couple days ago back out to the shed, which is near the barn, just for for quiet purposes. And, uh, you know, due to the, you know, school's out thing. So I I got up this morning... I usually do get up about six o'clock. I got up and I walked out the door and I thought, what am I going to talk about? I I really don't have anything planned. Nothing at all. I walked out the door and the first thing that hit me was the rooster started crowing. And let me tell you, that joker is loud when you're standing right next to the coop. He is incredibly loud. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be out here recording that rooster is going to be crowing. So I came out here and I turn on the computer that I record to an old laptop that I have turned on the mixer and was just setting up the mic and I was just listening. I just sat down here and I thought, man, I'm barely awake. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should do this later. And I just sat here with the door open to the shed and my shed looks out as, as I'm looking, I'm sitting there right now and I'm looking out. There's a sawhorse out here with a, a, uh, one of these trail cameras, like a game camera strapped to it that I, I leave sitting out here pointed out toward the pasture. And then there's a couple of sawhorses there with an upside down canoe on it, waiting to be used again. I've used it. And then over just to my right is the little uh, uh, poor man's teardrop camper. It's backed up to here. 
and I'm looking out there and on the fence post, the uh, cat is stretching and walking along the top rail of the fence. I don't see the donkeys out there. But when I sat down here, I started hearing birds and it, it dawned on me that it's like that time of morning, about one hour before dawn, it's beginning to quiet down now. You probably don't hear it as much, but is the domain of birds. The bird sounds were just crazy. And I'm, as I'm looking out the, the, the door right now, there's a power pole with two electric wires on it that ultimately feeds to our house. And at the very top of that pole is a mockingbird. He's just sitting there. But bird world has sort of calmed down now. But as soon as I came out here this morning, I got to thinking about, all right, what am I going to talk about? And I remembered this thing about, I don't remember where I read it. it might have been in the book Boss Men. One of the bluegrass biographies some article on Bill Monroe mentioning how he would or suggesting the idea that he was, uh, you know, drawing music from the atmosphere and able to play music, you know, by listening to the birds chirp and things like that. I, I wish I had the book here and I looked up on my bookshelf and it's not there. And you know what? It, it, this time of the morning, I'm not going to hunt for it. But this whole mindset that I'm in this morning uh, got me thinking about how disconnected most of us are to nature. And I, I don't think that's a good thing. I was just sitting here thinking about, <clears throat> you know, if you just think about what are the good things in life and what are the not so good things in life, you know, and they, it's easier to bring up the not so good things in life. And, you know, you, you could, you could just start writing them down. Uh, atom bombs, <laughs> not so good. Um, machine gun fire. You know, I was sitting here thinking that at this this sound that I'm hearing right now, bird chirping up in the tree. This is the sound before a major battle war. You know, we're steep down here in the South with a lot of civil war history around us because there are a lot of monuments and cemeteries and battlefields and because, you know, it took place here. I mean, it did go, I know it went all the way to Pennsylvania. But the South is is constantly reminded of these things. But if you were on the site of a major, I'm going to use the Civil War as, as an example, it could be any war. If you were sitting on the site of the battle, let's say the day before the battle, and you were just sitting there on a tree stump. And you you listened. You know, this is what you would hear. You would just hear nature. 
during the battle <laughs> would be the polar opposite. And then after the battle, the squirrels would come back out. The birds would be begin to chirp. I'm sure some buzzards would circle and, and then it all returns once again to nature. And the, the problem here is, I mean, look, all the bad stuff happened during the battle and you can say, well, there are good reasons to have a battle. I, I'll give you that. But it all just returns to this, this, this natural state. Not that nature doesn't have its conflicts and battles even in it, but they're never quite at the scale of what we humans seem to dream up ways with which to torment each other. And then I think we built a society, certainly in, in the latter years of a society where we, we constant, we are constantly bombarded uh, at our own choosing with just so much information. You know, when I was a kid, my mom would kick us out of the house. She didn't have to kick us out because we wanted out and we would stay outside. We lived outside. We were outside children. Yes, we spent time inside when it was cold and when it was raining, and when we had to dress up and go to Sunday school. But if I were wasting time and being bored as a child, I was outside. And this is not true anymore. It's, it's least it's less true today. Children today are afraid of nature. Not speaking of every child, there are kids that live on my road that do the same thing that I did as a child and that maybe you did as a child. And I realize that there are differences between people who live in cities and people who live in suburbia and people who live in rural areas and people who live in the wilderness. And I realize that. But just if you take the numbers as a whole, I think we're, we're spending way too much time indoors. I think we're absorbing way too much man-made information. This podcast being one example of that. I don't think we have enough true downtime where we are fully disengaged. I think that there is... Remember, I'm going to tie this back to bluegrass a little bit. Bluegrass, as did every, nearly every part of human culture, sprang from an earlier time. And that earlier time is a lot longer timeline than most of us think. We think of the good old days like it was, you know, 1914 or something. Well... Those weren't the good old days if you were in France at that time. We might think of the good old days as being, you know, the 1820s or something. Well, it all depends on where you are. But the good old days stretch back and stretch back and stretch back and stretch back. And the people who were living then, oh, well, that's your great, 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 great granddaddy. 
And their life wasn't like ours. And everyone's lives have gotten progressively more and more and more complicated and confusing because of the, the, the expansion of the information age, the industrial age, and civilization in general. And we're all led to believe that it's great for you. It's, it's wonderful for you to wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is reach for that iPhone. We're led to believe this is good. You have the knowledge of the world at your fingertips. And sitting out here today, I, I realize I'm contributing to that. You know, I'm creating a podcast and I listen to a lot of podcasts myself. I have spent many an hour out here sitting around the barn, nothing to do with the iPod in my pocket, listening to some podcast. You might be doing the same thing right now. And, and I don't think, you know, that's completely bad. I mean, I wouldn't be producing these if I thought that they were a bad thing. But I think it's also good to pull those earbuds out, turn the dumb thing off from time to time. More than you think you should. And just sit and watch and listen to the world. Turn the stuff off, you know. It's tough because these things are addictive. It can, it was like, I, I'd say back in the, in the seventies and eighties, uh, when, when, when I first got married and moved into an apartment with my wife and, uh, you know, we, <laughs> there was no question you were going to have a television. Every house had a television. And I remember I had a little small, like a little 13 inch TV or something. And my wife wanted to get a bigger TV. So off we go to Kmart and we buy our Sears or someplace and we bought a a television, a bigger TV. It was probably like a 20 inch and gave it the most prominent location in the house. Like everybody in the, in America did. And that television was on all the time. I'm not going to do my anti-television rant this morning, but you just don't realize what you're missing. If all of your thoughts are generated for you by someone else. And I suppose this podcast and every podcast and every newscast and every movie and every book, even it could be blamed for, you know, doing this same thing. I'm not saying you should live in total isolation. You absolutely should not. We are social creatures and we do need to cooperate with one another. But I just think if you're thumb scrolling and reading posts by people that you don't even know who they are and replying, maybe it's time to unplug. So anyway, in that spirit, I did an episode way back, probably within the first 15. And I was talking and I was sort of bemoaning the fact that the, the dog was barking and the rooster was crowing. 
And I was like, I, you know, I don't know if you can hear that, but sorry about the rooster crowing. And, uh, somebody sent me an email after that episode and said, Oh, don't worry about the dog and the, and the, uh, chickens. Uh, I like that. And so I thought, well, I don't really know what to talk about this morning. I'm going to get my wits together for next week. But for this week, I thought, I'm just going to put the microphone out here and let it run. And if you're driving an 18-wheeler cross-country right now and it's really noisy, or I don't know what your occupation is or what you typically do when you listen to podcasts, but... If you've got a lot of extraneous noise, you may not appreciate this, but I just turned on the microphone and I just started recording whatever happened out here on the back 40 birds chirping crickets. You'd be amazed that the number of birds that you will hear the different species and you can actually, you know, most people just think of birds. There's a lot of different kinds of birds and they all sound different. And each one has multiple sounds. I was hoping that some quail would uh, start calling out here. I, I haven't uh, I haven't heard one yet. I did see two deer walk by here just while I've been talking and recording this little so-called intro. I saw two deer. And it, it's the same two does that I've seen repeatedly over the last couple of months. And I hadn't seen them in a maybe two weeks and I thought well they're probably having their fawns right now and they're kind of laid up Um, anyway they just strolled by about 60 yards away from me looked at me and just kept moseying along anyway I I, I haven't made a very well organized point but I I think um, turn off the TV put the phone down God, it hadn't been that long ago. We didn't even have those. You know, people think they, oh, I, you know, I, what if I had a flat tire? Well, what if you did? Big deal. We had flat tires ever since the automobile was invented and we didn't have cell phones. And the majority of us survived. Okay. Turn off the TV. You don't need Netflix. You don't need to spend every waking hour listening to somebody else tell you what to think, including me. If you're checking iTunes to see whether my latest podcast has come out, it could be a a sign that, you know, here I am. This is my anti-marketing thing. Here I am sitting here suggesting that maybe you shouldn't listen to the podcast so much. But you know what? It's probably true. So anyway, I put the microphone on. I have a an AKG C1000S, and you will not get the sounds of nature here in all their glory like your two ears will do if you'll just go, you tomorrow get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, go sit outside in a lawn chair or something, and do nothing. Don't carry any gizmos or devices with you, and just listen. And anyway... I'm providing that service for you today. However, this is in mono and it's been ripped down to MP3. So you're not getting nature in all of its glory, but I've done the best I can here to bring you what I heard while I was sitting around trying to think for myself 
and think of what would I talk about today. Enough of my mindless, circular rambling. I'll just turn the rest of this podcast over to nature here on this um, old farmstead in America's Georgia at 6 o'clock, about 6.05 in the morning in the month of May, in the year 2018. And I suspect I'll be back next week for another podcast. And I'm probably going to continue that series on... Um, let me see that bass. Let me see that banjo. I'm probably going to do mandolin here next. Anyway, grab you a cup of coffee and sit back. Mute that phone and enjoy all these birds.
So I hope you enjoy this podcast in an odd sort of way. If anything, it illustrates how important patience is. If you're listening to this, my words right now, you've got it. You've got the patience. I'm sure a lot of people bailed out midpoint, you know, fast forwarded. Is he going to say anything else? Why am I listening to this? And I hate to even spoil it for those of you who did listen to all of it by coming in here and saying anything at the end. But I am obligated by the desire to pay my bills to mention that this podcast is brought to you by BradleyLaird.com. And that if you want to learn how to play a banjo, a mandolin, a guitar, a dulcimer, a bass, go over there and uh, have a look at all the free stuff. And then when you do learn to play, take that banjo, go sit on the back porch and listen to the birds. And maybe plunk along with them. I swear to you right now, as I'm sitting here right now, I've, I've, I've still got the door open to the shed. A chipmunk just ran across the floor. And he's behind this trunk. I'm going to have to get him out of here. So, anyway, I'm going to go uh, try to get this chipmunk out of my shed. Talk to you all next week. <laughs>